Hello and welcome, I'm Brent Cannon and we're joining you today from One Workplace in Santa Clara, California. One Workplace is a consulting firm that creates high-performing spaces for businesses across construction, technology and design. And today we're going to be discussing trends and techniques for returning to the office. And in joining me today, Nader Ali, the CEO from Impiction, as well as Leon Papkoff, who is the Executive Vice President of Impiction's CX app. Welcome to both of you. I'm glad to have you here today. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Nader, I want to start with you first. Why don't you give us kind of an overview of Impiction and what it does? Sure. Yeah, so Impiction is a company that focuses on indoor intelligence. And what that really means is really shaping the experience that employees or people have when they're walking through indoor spaces. So we use a variety of technologies to shape that experience from um, maps. So just for example, you've got Google Maps and Waze for the outdoors. We have maps for the indoors that map your indoor spaces and help you navigate from one place to another. We use our own proprietary sensors or existing hardware to position uh, you know, assets or people as they're walking through and help them navigate, um, whether it's on their phone or through these sensors. Um, and then finally, pulling this together with analytics to provide data and insight to our customers. And we've now recently acquired um, Leon's company, the CX app, to really shape that end experience with the employee through the app. Well, and that's a great segue. Leon, tell us about CX app. Yeah, so the CX app is a smart application for the smart workforce that's all about the distributed workforce, where you have employees that work in the office space and a lot more um, solutions are automated. It's about um, the employee that's in transit. So they may be on a, a train or a bus in transit. And it's about the employee that works on what we call the edge, where they can work at a Starbucks. They might work at a WeWork building. They might work from home. And so how do you keep engagement at very high levels with all the employees, no matter where they're located? And that's going to come in key in our topic today to discuss both of these, really. And again, we're talking about returning to the workplace. Nader, I want to start with you. What do you see in this post-pandemic workplace? What does that look like? Yeah, so we've, we've kind of seen a cultural shift from, you know, remote work was happening in uh, bits and pieces here and there, given technologies that were available. And we've always had some remote workers, but with the pandemic, it's kind of accelerated, right? There's this cultural shift to thinking about how do we now as companies reopen, incorporate remote work into a permanent solution. And so what we're seeing is as companies are reopening um, here in the US and other parts of the world, they're trying to address um, concerns that employees may have. Lots of folks are excited to come back to the office, but they're also concerned, right? There's some hesitancy around safety, security. Um, people are thinking about the commute that they might have to face again. People are thinking about um, cost of living issues, right? So all of that is going to be important for employers to think about as they roll back out and bring employees in, mm -hmm. and how do you shape that experience? How do you communicate that? So conversations today about how and when to reopen are happening, but I think the important piece will be really thinking and thoughtfully about um, the message that they send and the experience that they bring to employees as they return to the office. And Leon, I want to pick up and follow up on yeah. that because when you really dive into that, now you're looking at things like, what does that look like? Okay, so it can be different for different employees. If you've got that remote experience, do they have the connectivity? Do they have the equipment that they need remotely? If you're looking, as Nader mentioned, uh, globally, well, in one country, you might, we might say the return to work looks like this, yeah. but one of your global <clears throat> partners somewhere else see, has a, a, an entirely different vision of that. So what are your thoughts? Yeah, yeah, that's a great question. What we're seeing is we're seeing trends all over the place when it comes to this. So the most important thing is to have a solution that can be extremely agile, 
that can be flexible and an organization can pivot depending on what's happening. So right now, you guys are all seeing it on the news, but you're seeing uh, different countries having better rates of having employees come back in. Some are ahead of others. Unfortunately, some areas are not doing as good. And so we're likely going to see that continue trend. We're also seeing different types of companies have different types of rules on if they need employees to come in. For example, you're seeing companies that manufacture hardware. A lot more of those employees have to be in the office. You see software companies that are going to be very different than that, where there is um, the ability to work a little more flexible from home or out on the edge. And those types of things are happening. So overall, companies need platforms or solutions that can be flexible and they can pivot in real time. So Zoom became a verb. It became it the did. Kleenex, right? Yeah. So the, everybody's got to have some kind of collaboration platform. And somehow Zoom got to be the thing that we call all of our collaborating, right? But there's platforms like WebEx that have been around for a long time. And now you're seeing them having to up their game and they've added so much more functionality because the workplace is demanding it. That's right. These remote places now need this functionality. So talk a little bit about what you're seeing in that space and how all these collaboration platforms are kind of having to adjust and adapt and, and change. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, everything you mentioned is exactly right. Um, some organizations were using those platforms prior to the pandemic. Some of them have adjusted to other platforms because of features that are in those platforms. Like Zoom has some features more than WebEx has. Mm -hmm. WebEx has some features better than Microsoft Teams. So they've had to adjust and adapt. Um, those platforms are going through something very similar to like our smart campus application where they're having to be extremely innovative. They have to beat everyone to the market and they have to continue to adopt and adjust as well. You said the word campus. Mm -hmm. Do we need a campus? I think we do. I mean, my, my personal opinion is that people want to be together. I think we're all tribal but they want to do it on their own terms. They want to do it when they need to come into the office and work together. You know, there's all things we've done in our lives and our careers where we would all agree that by working as a team, if that's a team of 150 people or a team of five people, you can be more productive, more ideas can be generated, and you're going to move at a faster pace. Same thing can be said for working from home. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we're more productive at home. True. But we have to have the flexibility to adjust to either one of those. Right. right. And I think it depends on the role, right, and right. the geography, the industry. So manufacturing, it's much harder. Um, tech companies, it's much easier. But having that optionality available is going to be critical. And I think we're seeing more and more companies come out and say they will have some sort of physical presence requirement, right? Whether it's two days or three days or five days mm -hmm. a week will depend right. and vary. But there's going to be some, you know, of course, there's a few companies out there that will go 100% remote. But that's going to be, I think, the exception. Most companies, and I think most people are excited about getting back in and collaborating. They just maybe not want to do it every day. Right. right? No, I, I'm and, excited and so, just being here, having this discussion face-to-face. Yeah. -face, this is this is great. See, uh, it's better than Zoom. Well, because a lot of people <laughs> have this better, right? We yeah. haven't been able to be in yeah. person, so it's just awesome to to kind of be together and collaborate. But I wanted to ask you guys as executives, too, what you see in the work force. So you're going to have to recruit talent. As you mentioned, it's becoming very competitive, the labor force, and companies are going to have to be able to attract the best. And now we're looking at how does this whole remote equation play into that? People have said, you know, I kind of like not having a commute. My gas bill has gone down. I don't have as much childcare as I used to have. I mean, there's all kinds of things. So yes, we want to be in person, but they're also seeing 
I kind of like this flexibility. As a company, what are you going to have to offer to get people to sign with you as opposed to the other guy? And, and again, both of you can answer this one. Yeah, I mean, look, I think perks are changing, right? Especially here in Silicon Valley when the perks were focused around being on the campus 24-7, right? You right. free dry cleaning and food and babysitting, yeah. et cetera. <laughs> and now the workforce is going to be you know, at home part of that time, right? And so the companies are already starting to think about, okay, what can we do to offer that flexibility? So let's talk about what it looks like once you're back on site mm -hmm. and look at that environment. Everything down to even desks, we're seeing all different kinds of open formats. You have to look at capacity. There's all things you have right. to consider when the employee returns to work. Yeah, so desks are very important. It's maybe the, one of the most demanded features right now. Um, you have to make it very easy for an employee and on the workplace experience side, you have to make it very easy to manage, not only in one campus, on one building and one floor, but you have to do that in multiple campuses globally because they're all going to be at different capacity limits that are occurring. So in our application, we've designed a way where it makes it really easy to just see the availability of all the desks on a certain day. So you can book it the day you go in or you could book it for next week on a certain day. You can see anyone on your team that also booked the desk and you can see where they booked it so you can book a desk next to them. And then the other thing that's really important is we've integrated with all the indoor location services from Impiction. So after I book a desk, I can find the desk. Mm -hmm. So imagine being right. in a really big campus and you guys have seen a lot of these big campuses where they'll have hundreds of cubicles, right? You book a desk, you've never been in that building, you've never been on that floor, how do I find it? Now with indoor location services, we can navigate you directly to it. So you're not wandering around the whole campus trying to find it. So tell me about the experience and what you're doing once you're on site. Yeah. The devices, the utilizing that you're, that you're going to need as people come on site, the things they're going to experience, see and do. Yeah, there's all kinds of things we're doing on site. Essentially, COVID has really sped up the digital transformation for having more automation in the, inside the office okay. space as well. So things like touchless booking. So we have a technology where you can have an NFC sticker. You can hold your phone up to it and it will book that space instantly. You don't even need to open up the app. It just knows how to find the app and book, book the space instantly. And so a lot of this type of automation is really coming into play right now. A lot of companies are really embracing that. Again, going back to what we were talking about earlier about having a better employee experience. Right. And, and you could add to that with tags. So lots of assets in the workplace are getting tagged. So whether it's a desk or it's equipment, AV equipment, or something else that you may be using in the workplace, as you tag these things, you can find them, you can go to them, right? And so shaping that using actionable intelligence. So when we talk about indoor intelligence, it's, it's really kind of making our devices and the technology we're using truly smart mm -hmm. so that you don't have to ask for everything. It's served up to you as you need it. So as you walk into the room, as Leon was saying, like the, your meeting pops up or um, you know, it triggers some sort of event where the caterer knows now you're there and the, the food is delivered, right? That's so right. things like that, that we can automate and improve that experience, mm -hmm. that's the key. We touched on a ton as we kind of wrap it up here. Nader, I'll start with you then, Leon, same thing. Are there some key takeaways, just two or three bullet points you might say, uh, if you can get anything out of this discussion, I'd really think this, this, and this are probably some key things to think about. Yeah, I mean, I think, um, you know, if we, if we think back through this conversation, we've talked about flexibility, yep. right? So 
employers need to incorporate flexibility as they bring employees back. Um, and then for from my perspective, the biggest thing is the employee experience. And that's gonna be shaped by uh, some of the things that Leon was just talking about in terms of you know, policies and processes, but it's also gonna be shaped by technology. And so using the right technologies to deliver a safe, secure, and smarter experience so that when they come back, they're not concerned about the health risks or they're not concerned about um, crowding in the conference room as we were referring to. They can find where they need to go, right? They can access the tools and technologies they need to go. So I think thoughtful uh, experiences and, and using technology to create that is gonna be key um, because, you know, as we also touched on, it's a competitive labor market. Sure and mm -hmm. so you're gonna need some of these tools to retain employees. Right, and, and I'm assuming you're saying these things as we think short-term returning to work now, but this is also the, probably the way it's gonna be going this, forward. Yeah, the hybrid workforce is the future, right? Mm -hmm. I, I don't think there's any turning back on that. Right, absolutely. Leon, your thoughts? I would just say it, flexibility, we've talked about that, is really important. Think about the employee experience. If the employee experience is really good, then everyone's gonna adopt the software, which is then gonna make their lives easier. Thank you both for your insights today and having this discussion. I kind of feel like we could come back and do this again in about three months because the landscape keeps yeah. changing so fast that, that, that right. we'll have, we have some ideas today, but that's going to be something will happen in September and we need to reevaluate everything. But I think you've got some of the good, key, critical points that people need to think about and are discussing already in their workplaces. So thanks for coming by. Yeah. I appreciate it. Thank you. Thank Pleasure you. Pleasure to talk to both of you. We want to thank Nodder and Leon for their insights today and for joining us. We also want to thank the folks here at One Workplace for this lovely space to be able to sit and have a chat like this today. If you want to find out more about this topic, you want to find out about what their company does, or you want to actually see this conversation again, make sure that you go to the website, Impiction.com.